The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss Otto Proc Klum, the father of Hawaii football. The Hawaii Warriors, they were once called the Deans and then the Rainbows, they're now the Warriors. They can point to many great moments in the gridiron history. I mean, there was June Jones who coached Hawaii from 1999 to 2007. And he turned the program's fortunes around when he took a winless team the year before he was hired to nine and four his first year. And in those nine seasons, well, he boasted one eight-win season, three nine-win seasons, one 10-win season, one 11-win season, and a 12-win season. He took the school to six bowl games, won four of them, and that includes a berth to the 2007 Sugar Bowl. The program boasts NCAA record-setting quarterbacks. There was quarterback Colt Brennan, who led the nation in passing twice and set NCAA records for most 400-yard games, most touchdowns over two seasons, most points responsible for. And then there was quarterback Tim Chang, who set NCAA records for passing yards, total offensive yards, completions, and attempts in a career. And then there was the 1949 season, which had this incredible stretch of seven games where they went on to defeat Denver 27-14, the Islanders 98-7, Malalia Cards 34-0, Leah Hua 76-6, and Fresno State 41-14, only to lose the last two games of the season, giving up 159 points, losing 75-0 to Pacific and 74-20 in Stanford. In short, the Hawaii history is rich. I can go on and on. But for all their glorious history, one man remains atop the rainbow world, and he is Coach Otto Proclum, the father of Hawaii football. Hawaii's first season was 1909, and in the program's first nine seasons, every game was played on the islands, not a single game on the mainland. The Deans, as they were known then, the Fighting Deans, if you will, boasted eight winning seasons in those nine seasons. Two seasons, they went four wins no losses, one tie in each of those two seasons. They were undefeated. Now, coming off the last of the undefeated seasons, they hired Otto Proclum, who went on to coach the Hawaii Deans, and then they became the Rainbows. We'll get to that later. From 1921 to 1939, and he won 84 games, lost 51, and tied seven games, winning 62% of his games. Now, the first 15 seasons as head coach in Hawaii, Coach Klum's version of the Warriors had just one losing season. He coached the Deans, and then after that, there was a name change to the Rainbows. 
he coached them to three undefeated untied seasons, giving the program their only three undefeated untied teams in the school's history. In a five-year stretch from 1922 to 1926, they were a scoring machine as they scored over 80 points three times, over 100 points twice. Otto Proclum is called the father of Hawaii football, and the Klum Gym is located on the University of Hawaii's Manoa campus, and it's named after him. So this is the story of Coach Otto Proclum, the father of Hawaii football. His first season was in 1921, and his first game was a 7-6 loss to Honolulu Athletic Club. And then they faced the Hawaii Marines, and they tied them 0-0, a scoreless tie. Now, bear in mind, they're not playing colleges. They're playing grown men here. It followed with a win against the National Guard, 29-7, a loss to Pearl Harbor Navy, 35 to nothing. So a back-and-forth season they had. They defeated Palama 13-6. They tied the Outrigger Canoe Club 12-12, defeated the town team 7-0, before losing to a mainland team, the Oregon Ducks, 47-0 in the season finale. And it all culminated in a three-win, three-loss, two-tie opening season for Coach Klum. In his second season, Coach Klum led Hawaii to four straight shutouts in the first four games. They shut out field artillery 20 to nothing, Fort Ruger 88 to nothing, National Guard 40 to nothing, and Palomar 27 to nothing. They then lost to Hawaii Navy 13 to 10, tied the town team 6 to 6 before defeating Cal Poly at Pomona 25 to 6. They finished the season with five wins, one loss, one tie. Enter the 1923 season. 1923 season saw them open the season with an 83-6 defeat of Coast Defense. They then defeated Town Team 13-0, the Hawaii Army 27-7, the National Guard 10-0, before tying Pearl Harbor Navy 19-19, and then on November 29th, a 5-0, a four-win, no-loss, one-tied Hawaii team faced Cal Poly SLO Pomona, as they were called, and the game was played at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Coach Klum led the first Hawaii football team to the mainland. And the game in the Rose Bowl? Well, it was played in front of over 7,000 fans. They lost that game 14-7, to and it was said the reason was the Cal Poly team just had faster secondary that covered this rainbow fast-paced offense. Well, they went on to the Thai Tau team 6-6, to and in the very last game of the season, the Hawaii Deans hosted Oregon State. And this proved to be significant in the history of Hawaii because the two teams were battling to a scoreless tie when all of a sudden a rainbow appeared on the field. Well, shortly thereafter, the Dean scored a touchdown and they won seven to nothing to close out the season with five wins, one loss, two ties. But what was significant is that the local sports pages began to refer to them as the rainbows. Now, it didn't really catch on until 1926 when Hawaii officially changed their name to the Rainbows, but that was the game that supposedly spurred the name change. So they entered the 1924 season with a one-game winning streak, a two-game streak where they hadn't lost. And what followed was the 1924 and 25 undefeated teams of Coach Klum. These Hawaii teams went back-to-back undefeated, 18-0 in both seasons, and they were known as the Wonder Teams. Over the course of both seasons, they outscored opponents 606 to 29. Back then, if you recall in 1924, Grantland Rice coined that four horsemen of Notre Dame backfield. Well, 
on the islands. In 1924 and 25, the Wonder Teams had their own version, as local reporters referred to them as the Four Horsemen of Manoa. And they were Bill, Doggy Weiss, Johnny Morse, Theodore Pump Searle, and Eddie Fernandez. The 1924 team went 8-0. They shut out 13 field artillery 41-0, defeated town team 21-6, shut out Hawaii Army 37-0, and then defeated the Hawaii Navy 16-3. They shut out the town team 19-0, defeated Occidental, a mainland team 18-3, defeated Helene 20-0, and then in the last game of the season on January 1st, Colorado came to the islands and Hawaii shut them out 13 to nothing. In all, the 1924 Deans were undefeated and untied, the first such team in Hawaii history. And they had shut out five of the eight teams they faced. They never allowed a team to score more than six points all season. Well, the 1925 season rolls around. And on September 26th, the Hawaii Deans played two games in one day. Their first game, they shut out the 11th field artillery 68 to nothing. And the second game, well, they shut out the 27th Infantry, 20 to nothing. And the papers went absolutely crazy. It read, at the debut, Hawaii's 1925 Pigston squad annihilates Army teams, blanks rivals in two games. And it was said that no team even challenged for a score in those back-to-back shutouts. Well, following that September 26th day, the Deans were all of a sudden 2-0. So on October 3rd, they faced the National Guard where they defeated the National Guard 86 to nothing. The following week, they played Heliani, and they defeated them 74 to nothing. Fernandez had two punt returns for a touchdown that day. They went on to defeat Palama 42 to nothing and Pearl Harbor Navy 43 to nothing. So in the first six games of the season, they had six shutouts, winning by these astronomical scores, 68 to nothing, 20 to nothing, 86 to nothing. 74 to nothing, 42 to nothing, 43 to nothing. Town team brought them back to earth almost because they lost only by a score of 14 to 6. Then what happened was they ended the season by playing three mainland teams, defeating them all. They beat Occidental College 13 to nothing, and that was at the Los Angeles Coliseum. And then they returned home to defeat Colorado State 41 to nothing and Washington State 20 to nothing. The 1925 Deans were 10-0, undefeated, untied, second untied team in program history, and they had shut out the first six teams they faced, eight of the 10 teams they faced all season. So heading into the 1926 season, the now Hawaii Rainbows, the name change finally occurred officially. They had become officially known no longer as the Deans, but the Rainbows were riding a 19-game winning streak and a 20-game unbeaten streak. And I find what happened the next three weeks to be as curious as a situation as I've ever encountered in the history of college football. This is what happened. Now, kind of brace yourself if you're not aware. The 1926 season started again with the Deans riding a 19-game winning streak, a 20-game unbeaten streak. They defeated field artillery 101 to nothing to start the season. On the second game of the season, they lost to the University of Hawaii alumni 2 to nothing. And then on the third game of the season, they defeated Helani 101 to nothing. Now, let me say it this way again. On October 9th, 1926, the University of Hawaii alumni defeated Hawaii 2 to nothing. This was the second game of the season. Hawaii was just 1 0. 
They had just defeated field artillery 101 to nothing. Now the next week, they head over to face Helani, and they won again by that same score of 101 to nothing. That means in 1926, and I find this so incredible, Hawaii had this strange three-game stretch to start the season where sandwiched between 101 to nothing defeats of field artillery and Helani, the team was shut out two to nothing. Now, if you're counting, it's just kind of unimaginable. Well, first off, the record was two and one. They had outscored opponents 202 to two, and that includes a game where they were shut out. Now, in all fairness, the University of Hawaii alumni wouldn't just that. They were just that. They were alumni. They were grown men. They were playing the college students at Hawaii. Well, the rest of the season proved to be up and down for the Rainbows. They went on to defeat the National Guard 26-7 to to go 3-1, and then went 3-2 and as they lost to the town team. That was followed by two wins, defeating Hawaii Navy 33-13 and the San Francisco Olympic Club 34-0, before losing the two mainland teams, Utah 17-7 and South Dakota State 9-2, both of whom traveled to the islands for the game. Well, the years that followed were up-and-down years for Coach Klum in 1927, the Rainbows, as they were now called, went five and two. 1928, they went two and five. 1929, they went four and three. And in 1930, they went five and two. 1931, they went three wins, two losses, one tie. And in 1932, they went two wins, one loss, and one tie. In 1933, they went four and three. And then in 1934, they rolled out an undefeated, untied team. The third in program history, the third under Coach Klum. Here's how it went. They defeated McKinley alumni 13 to nothing, town team 26 to 7, the Kami Hamamiya alumni 33 to 7, the St. Louis alumni 20 to nothing, Denver 36 14, and California 14 to nothing. The 34 Rainbows were undefeated, untied, and they shut out three of the teams they faced, never allowing more than 14 points all season. In 1935, the season started off with Hawaii winning their first four games. They then lost to Denver on November 9th, 14 to 7 to go five and excuse me, to go four and one. So on November 15th, they faced UCLA. And their back slash quarterback slash receiver, his name was Kulu Kuku. He returned a kickoff for 103 yards for a touchdown. This was a Hawaii record that still stands today. And nevertheless, Hawaii lost that day to UCLA. That day, he gained 305 all-purpose yards. Kualu Kuku gained national fame because the legendary sports writer Grantland Rice witnessed the game and nicknamed him the Grass Shack. He stood 5 feet 4 inches, and he became Hawaii's first All-American. That game propelled Hawaii into the national limelight for several reasons, one of which it was the first to be heard on radio for the University of Hawaii. Well, to finish off Coach Proc's career, he went 3-5 in 1936, 2-6 in 1937, 4-4 in 1938. Then his last season, he finished with a 3-6 record. Well, there you have it. The years of Coach Otto Proc Klum of the Hawaii Deans and later the Rainbows. In the years that followed, Hawaii never did produce another undefeated untied team, never had a team score over 100 points, although they did score 98 points in 1949. So as I said, there have been memorable moments on the gridiron for Hawaii, but it was these years that stand out in warrior history. The only three undefeated untied teams Hawaii ever produced, 
the first trip to the mainlands by the program. And I mean, how do you exceed a three-game stretch where sandwiched between 101 to nothing wins, you lose two to nothing? And no division team has ever had a three-game stretch like this. The point is, Coach Proclume's years had everything. This was the story of Coach Otto Proclume, the father of Hawaii football. And dare I say, we may never see the likes of it again. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.